What's going on, guys? Welcome to the first ever podcast for all talk action. I am your host and your producer and your presenter, Joe Rodriguez. It's about to get weird. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, so we got a lot to talk about today. First of all, I just want to say thank you for anybody that's tuning into the podcast or is listening to it or anything like that, you know, following all the pages, following my personal pages. I appreciate all the, you know, support and everything that you guys are doing or trying to do or haven't even done yet. Um, If you haven't, you know, got to hear about the show or anything, Tune into it, share it, follow all the pages, like I said, um, and just, you know, enjoy it. It's going to be a good, good, good podcast. I've never done anything like this, so sorry if I'm a little rusty or I sound a little weird and awkward, even though I'm naturally weird and awkward, but that's besides the point. Anyway, so let's just jump right into it, man. Um, this episode's really going to be about WWE. Um, we have a lot to talk about. There's a lot of discussions. Um... But the first one we're going to talk about is why is WWE not as big and watched as it used to be? Um, There are a number of reasons I can think to play off of this topic. Um, As far as how I feel, my opinion is the mature content isn't there anymore. Uh, The PG era has kicked in hard the past couple years. um, And it's, it's made a lot, a lot of issues towards the company not as far as issues like with certain superstars or anything like that i don't feel but as far as the company itself and the product it brings it's not as good um not that it's bad but it's just not as good um without the mature content you know it causes an effect with promos and skits you know people will be able to have better promos people will be able to have even better skits that are backstage um and people that can't really cut promos might be able to build and make their promos more and more relevant and better people like Roman Reigns you know we saw clearly John Cena had Roman Reigns number when it came to promos and was embarrassing him even though they were having a good good skit in the ring and getting in each other's faces calling each other names and stuff like that it it added a better effect to it and it made it seem more real when they put more mature um content in it and and used you know more explicit words and everything like that it made it seem more and more intense than it actually was um being that it is in a PG era um another thing i can think of is gimmicks gimmicks are too gimmicky i mean you have bailey for example the hugger thing. It, Bailey's a great wrestler. Don't get me wrong. She's a, a phenomenal wrestler. I, I love watching her wrestle, but the gimmick is just too gimmicky at times. And, and the hugger thing, it only goes with WWE because WWE is such a PG-oriented company now. And you know, it, it just to me, it, it's not as good. It's it's not it's not that well given out. And I think the only people that really care for it are kids. And I understand at the end of the day, that's one of the big things that, you know, WWE's trying to reach is kids. But for me, it's just too kitty. It's too, too, too PG, even G, to be honest. And I just can't, I can't deal with it. Um, 
Another one is Bray Wyatt. Uh, Bray Wyatt used to be a gimmick that I really, really loved. The whole Eater of Worlds things. And a part of me still does. It's just, it has died down. And I don't think people are really all that interested in this super supernatural, excuse me, supernatural entity or whatever the hell <laughs> that uh, Bray Wyatt does. Um, I think he's a great wrestler, but I think since WrestleMania... He's really died down. His content isn't good anymore. His promos aren't that well. So the gimmicks, you know, they they really play into the fact of how things are going to work. And they're just too gimmicky. And I feel like that's a reason WWE isn't as big or watched. And also the mature content. The mature content has gone. And I feel once it goes back to that state, um, WWE will be at a bigger point of, you know, taking over more Sports Illustrated ways and views and things like that. But that's just my personal opinion on WWE. So the second topic we're going to talk about is um, wasted talents in WWE. I can't stress this enough. Um, This is actually a subject that I've been wanting to talk about for a very, 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 very long while. Um, Wasted talent in WWE is just ridiculous. Ridiculous, and it, it's not a lot. It's it's really not a lot of people that are getting wasted. You know, there's a lot of as when I mean wasted, I mean taking a good talent that has good momentum or a good great fan base that is loved, and <clears throat> you're doing things to it that are just destroying it. Um, I don't mean wasted talent as in, you know, the jobbers. Jobbers, you know, in WWE, the people that, you know, they get paid to lose. They're putting the, you know, the matches as extras or, or something like that. You know, that, that that's what a lot of people don't know, those jobbers. But those aren't really the wasted talents. The wasted talents are the people that have a great fan base or had a great fan base. And it's dwindled down. It's, it's dwindled down real bad. So to start off with was another person I just talked about was Bray Wyatt. Um, Bray Wyatt. Uh, his gimmick is pretty much not really liked or loved as it used to be when, you know, his first couple years in WWE, especially, you know, last year or the year before last year, before WrestleMania, um, you know, Bray Wyatt was moving strong. Um, but I feel once WrestleMania did hit, the gimmick was killed. And um, that match that he had with Randy Orton for the WWE Championship when he was defending it at the time um, was just horrible. And I feel after that mark, you know, the stupid, like, Jumbotron lights that came on with the worms and all that weird shit. Like, it, it, it's, it's dumb. It, it's completely, you know, it's dumb. And it it totally killed the vibe of Bray Wyatt. You know, the only thing I see people really do when it comes to him is, you know, they do the fireflies with the lights and that's it. Um, another one to me, second biggest wasted talent right now is Braun Strowman. Um, Braun Strowman should have a title reign by now or at least have given us one-on-one title shot against Lesnar or something. I mean... The fans love him. Since Brock, since Brock Lesnar became champion, Braun Strowman has had, you know, countless great matches with Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe. He's been having these matches with Kane. I mean, with Big Show, Breaking the Ring. He's been having a great, phenomenal year. He's he's probably the biggest babyface right now in WWE besides, you know, AJ Styles, Bobby Roode, and, and those those of the sort, but as far as Raw, he's the biggest babyface on Raw, to be 
exact. But my biggest one for this conversation is one of my favorite wrestlers since um, I've seen him in NXT, um, Finn Balor. Uh, probably, arguably, the best in-ring performer on Raw right now. Um, and maybe, you know, could arguably be the best in-ring performer in WWE, uh, according to Paul Heyman. And, and it is a very true statement. I mean, Finn Balor is amazingly talented. Um, he's incredibly athletic. He can talk on the mic. His gimmick is well taken. You know, he's doing the Balor Club thing, and everyone's actually liking that. But I feel like he's being very misused. You know, I'm okay with the whole Balor Club with Gallows and Anderson. That's awesome. You know, they did it overseas, I believe, in, in New Japan or whatever indie circle they were at. But he should be in the title picture. Um, you know, Paul Heyman... When they were having, I think they at the time during Raw a couple of months ago, they were having a situation where four people or some amount of people or something like that, I can't really remember, were going to compete to see who would face Brock Lesnar. And I think Samoa Joe won. I think Samoa Joe was the one that went on to face Brock Lesnar at a pay-per-view for the title. But Paul Heyman came out and Finn Balor didn't even have to talk. You know, Paul Heyman made it known that Finn Balor is one of the best talents, if not the best talent on Raw and in WWE. He can wrestle. Like I said, the athletic ability is there. You know, the coup de bras is a killer, killer finisher. And, and, and the demon gimmick is well bought. But, you know, ever since he got hurt after that Universal Championship fight, it just slowly died down. He started having the matches with jobbers and then... He had his little run with Bray Wyatt, the little feud, and it was eh, but he's the biggest wasted talent right now, and I feel like he really needs to be in the play, you know, in play with the title picture and Brock and everything like that. So that, that to me right there is a big thing WWE needs to act on immediately. So let's get into a big topic that I actually had a discussion with with my cousin um you can follow him on instagram you know 5 a.m his name's david um he can rap producing a series right now with his butt uh with his brother and some others called uh somewhere in bushwick so if you hear about it or some way you can follow it on ig as well um i believe it might be on facebook i'm not sure but it's gonna be a good web series um they're really funny uh, I don't know exactly how the web series is going to be, but I can tell you right now, um, it's probably going to be something you want to watch and probably something you enjoy. So shout out to David, um, and thank you for bringing this topic to me. Now, he said this a couple months ago. He said, Shelton Benjamin should be, or should have been, a multi-time WWE champion. And it, it does make sense. I mean, think about it. Shelton Benjamin is one of the most athletic wrestlers to be in WWE. I mean, he can do it all from top rope moves to the flipping to all the in-ring moves, the submissioning, all the technical aspect. And he's also re really, really strong. So, you know, he, he plays all parts. The only fault he has, which is what my cousin David brought up is um is the promo aspect. He he never was really the super best guy for cutting promos. It weren't necessarily terrible, but it, it, he never really made it seem like he was really that tough with his talk. He he more just showed it through his actions. And um I believe that's fine, you know, there's plenty of people like Braun Strowman and and also um 
you know, other people like Finn Balor, who they don't even have to talk. They they can just their performance speaks for themselves. And that's one of the things about Shelton Benjamin is that his performances and all his, you know, all his little accolades, they all speak for itself. So it's pretty pretty interesting to see. But I, I definitely do agree with the opinion that Shelton Benjamin should should have been a WWE champion multiple times. I mean, he, if you look at his stat record, he's a three-time IC champ. Um, he won the ECW title, even though that was pretty irrelevant because ECW at the time wasn't really ECW. It was like a ECW, but Vince McMahon's version. And he kind of ruined it. Should have just gave it to Paul Heyman, but that's for another discussion. Um, he almost held the U.S. title for a year, which is uh, which is really good. Um, he's two-time tag champ. You know, he did link with Kurt Angle. And, you know, he, he learned a lot from being in that tag team with with Kurt Angle and when he first debuted. And then he when he debuted on Raw, he was having great rivalries. You know, he had a great feud going with Triple H. Um, and, you know, he, he had great matches. He had great matches in all the money in the banks and the ladder matches and anything like that. Also with Shawn Michaels. So he's a great in-ring performer, you know. Even in the indie circle, when he left WWE, I heard him making waves out in Japan or wherever he was at at the time. But his record is, in WWE, his record is 197 wins. So he won 47.36% of the time, and he lost 213 times, which is 51.20% of the time. This is all according to uh, Pro Fight Database. Um, When I was looking at some of his information and stuff like that, but he definitely can be a great, great, great big asset as a WWE champion. And I feel probably now it wouldn't be ideal as much. But definitely, definitely, definitely years ago in his prime of WWE, um, he could have been a WWE champion. He could have had matches with CM Punk, Shawn Michaels. Um, and even if he would have stayed, if he was a WWE champion right now, he could be having matches with Seth Rollins. Anybody that's real acrobatic like he is in the ring, he would be making great, great, great matches. And I totally agree with uh, with David on this one. Um, you know, this is a, a, a great a great topic to discuss. I like that he brought it up. And it's it's certainly something that is really relevant and relates to what WWE's going through. You know, they had so much good talent that could have been used. And they have talent right now of people that can be champion and stuff like that. And they're getting misused. So it's definitely a, a good thing to bring out information on the older superstars and talk about them and stuff like that. So thanks, David for um presenting that topic to me and uh I think I think you know Shelton Benjamin should have been a champion. So one of the other things that we're going to get into another thing is um what would make raw ratings go up as well as make the new raw that's occurring and, and de- debuting all these new stars what would make that new raw the A show. And uh I I bring this up because Raw isn't the A-show. Raw is supposed to be the A-show. It's supposed to be the big flagship show. It's supposed to be the main show that everyone is into. You have the biggest of stars, the best ones picked out. You know, that's that's always how it's been for Raw is for them to pick out the best stars. But ironically, they don't. 
I mean, if you think back years ago to the brand split when, you know, Undertaker, Kurt Angle, Batista were all there on Raw. Rey Mysterio, who just debuted back, I don't know if he's officially back um, in the WWE, but they were all on SmackDown, and they made waves. They they made SmackDown what it was. It was it was more watched than Raw. I mean, Raw had Edge, John Cena, Triple H, and, and you know... Er- it was a really good show. Both shows were really good. Nothing was wrong with the shows. But SmackDown has always had Raw's number some way, somehow. Um, when it goes back a couple years ago when Undertaker, like I said, all of them were there, they had they had Paul Heyman writing, the, writing for them. He was writing all the content. So the show was going great with Paul Heyman writing. I, I don't know exactly who was writing on Raw. I don't know if it was Vince Russo. I'm pretty sure he was... Definitely gone at this time after WCW. Yeah, he would, he definitely was gone. So it definitely wasn't him. But, you know, Raw has never been the A-show unless there was no brand split and only Raw was occur- occurring, you know. But there were times, you know, when SmackDown did, you know, kind of fall low compared to how Raw was for a, a little bit. It wouldn't be long enough. But overall, SmackDown has always been the more watched show. Um, you know, and like I said, it goes back to a discussion that we talked about, you know, why is WD not being watched and as big? It, it's the mature content that has to be brought back to make this the A show. I remember seeing, you know, when Randy Orton first won the uh, World Heavyweight Championship, you know, and then they are holding them up, Evolution, and then all of a sudden Triple H gives them the thumbs down and, you know, they just beat his ass all over the ring. And the promos they cut over the next weeks were just so, so well. And the mature content, the blood, all the emotion, the cursing, all all the anger and frustration that went into it made it seem so much better. And you need more content, not just for Raw, but for all the shows, NXT, 205 Live, SmackDown, all those things need need this mature content back. But if you think about it, Raw's the second least watched show, in my opinion. 205 goes first. Because, not to be rude, no one really cares for the Cruiserweight show. Then, you have Raw. Raw isn't watched over SmackDown. SmackDown's the number one flagship show. It's the A show. I mean, if you just watch an episode of SmackDown compared to Raw, the content is just better. There's always going to be something that, at the end of both episodes, you'd be like, this SmackDown episode was better than Raw. But then you have NXT. So in, in in order for me, it goes number one being SmackDown, number two being NXT, number three being Raw, and then number four being 205 Live. And that's sad. NXT is your, your build-up show. It's not even a show that airs on TV. It's on your network. It, it, it doesn't come on every day, or it only comes on a couple times throughout the week, and they only have a pay-per-view or a takeover every so often. Yet... Every single time I see an NXT taping or an NXT takeover, it's always been better lately than any pay-per-view WWE has produced. And that's, I honestly think for the past year, there's only been a, maybe one or two pay-per-views that really stuck out harder than anything else that NXT did. But even just talking about it now, NXT TakeOver in Philly, they just had one of the greatest matches of the year already. So, you know, for Raw to be the A-show, they have to step up. You have to get people 
in a more creative zone. You have to get your big stars going, and you have to give the title to the right person. Otherwise, this show will never surpass SmackDown or NXT, or the pay-per-views won't be as good, and that's Raw's biggest problem right now, is they need better pay-per-views, and they need to be the A-show in order for more people to watch. Brock Lesnar is truly a beast. When it comes to athleticism, strength, intimidation, this this man is really a beast. You know, he he's definitely made his mark in WWE in his early years. Um, he made his mark in UFC, very well known, became a champion, um, and then he came back, and he's been dominant, completely dominant. Um, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, for sure. But here's a problem I have with WWE, and I'm pretty sure a lot of other people have this problem. The Universal title is so completely irrelevant. I mean, this title, ha- I don't even know how long, it's, I think maybe two years that the title has been out now. And... It is the most irrelevant title I've ever seen in WWE in all the years I've watched WWE. It's it's so irrelevant. I mean, I I truly love Brock Lesnar as a wrestler. I think it's great. And I'm not saying that he's a downgrading champion in no way. I'm saying he himself and WWE have made the title irrelevant. And I'm going to tell you why. I had this discussion with a friend of mine yesterday. And... He couldn't understand my point of view of why the Universal title is irrelevant. So I'm going to tell you. The Universal title should be taken the way the WWE World Championship is. It should be basically like having the WWE title back and then the WWE World Heavyweight Championship title as well. Instead of the universal. But. This title is being made irrelevant. Because out of. Four people that have held it. Two of them are part timers. One of them didn't even get to hold it. For an incomplete day. And. The other superstar. Had a decent run. And. It died. Due to another person that held the title. When Finn Balor first got this title, it was so exciting. I mean, everyone was ready for the Universal title. It looks awesome. The red, everything. And Finn Balor, Seth Rollins had a great, great ass match. Fortunately, Finn Balor got injured due to Seth Rollins throwing him against the, the barricade. And him tearing his shoulder and his pec. But... He won. Night later, Raw comes on. He has to give the title back. Um, And then the title gets settled in a match between Roman, Seth, Big Cass, and I believe it was Samoa Joe or Braun or one of the two. And Kevin Owens. And um, Kevin Owens wins it. I was okay with Kevin Owens winning. That's fine. You know, he's there. He's a full-timer. Title's going to be relevant. You're going to see it every week. And he had a good run with Chris Jericho and everything. 
the main part where the title got irrelevant was when the title was taken from Kevin Owens by Goldberg. I understand Goldberg came back, you know, and I'm happy he came back. I'm glad he got his championship run again. But it was so undeserving because it wasn't really to give him the title, if you think about it. It was more to set up a storyline of him getting the title just so he can drop it to Brock Lesnar. And Brock Lesnar is the main reason why this title is irrelevant because he's never around. You have a man that, yes, he is a big face in the company. Yes, he draws in more people. But the title itself of your company, the main prestigious title that you're putting on your main supposedly supposed to be a show is irrelevant. It's rarely seen. It's only defended every so often. And the matches aren't even really that good. So I'm I'm excited for this title to change. I like Brock, but this title needs to change. But unfortunately, it's going to change over in the hands of Roman Reigns. And that's our next topic that we're going to get into is Roman Reigns. And not a lot of people like Roman Reigns, the big dog. Roman Reigns is a phenomenal wrestler. Um, I, I love him. Don't get me wrong, I, I love watching the man, the big dog, man, when he gets in there, he, he gets in his groove and, and he, he kicks ass, and um, it sucks because he's such a good wrestler, he's not that good on the promo scheme, but as far as wrestling, man, he he can he can get it in, he can do a lot of things that most wrestlers won't dare to do and he's willing to take the bumps and the hits and a lot of people are not willing to do that in WWE. Another thing that goes along with why it died down so much is people are are too afraid I feel to get hit and it's very understanding. I mean, you know, you're getting punched and slapped and thrown on hard ass matting and concrete flooring and and getting put through tables, even though tables might not be that bad, there's still tables, uh, nonetheless. But Roman Reigns really does all these things. He's a great wrestler. He's got a good family history of wrestling, you know, cousin being The Rock, obviously The Rock being one of the biggest legends ever in wrestling. But does he deserve the title? Think about it. Four years in a row. It's about to be four years in a row. We can all talk about how we want this match for WrestleMania that it's not going to happen cuz you already know that Roman Reigns will be facing Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship and he's headlining WrestleMania for the fourth damn time in a row. And it it's not really the headlining part that gets me. It's the fact that he's going to become champion. Not that he doesn't deserve it. I don't think he should be the one to run the company right now. I get it. He's the blue chip prospect. They want him to be the next John Cena. That's okay. Um, But the difference between Roman Reigns and John Cena is very, very, very just bold. There's a very, very bold lining in the difference between these two guys. You know, John Cena is... I would have to make multiple episodes about this man's track record because he also is one of the greatest to ever do it in WWE and the last couple years and I think still even a little bit now he's still the main person of WWE and he's he hasn't really been there that much lately 
becoming a part-timer, but that's for another episode. Um, Roman Reigns, you know, he, he does bust his ass and everything, but he was sh- just been shoved down the fans' throats for the last four years too much, you know. Everything was good when the Shield first happened, when Seth Rollins was a big heel, had the WWE Championship, the Money in the Brain beefcase. A- everything was great. People loved Roman. When Seth Rollins got hurt, people even loved him more because, you know, the title was vacant. People wanted to see Roman Reigns as champion and everything like that. And, you know, he became champion, but I think the part that made Roman Reigns kind of die is when Seth Rollins came back and pedigreed him in the middle of the ring. You know, when that happened, everyone was happy Seth Rollins was back, and it made Roman Reigns not really relevant. And then... WWE just kept shoving him down everyone's throat, and it didn't sit over well. And now he's not really that liked or hated. I mean, they want to build him, but they want to be want him to be liked. He wants to be liked, you know. And he, you know, they want people to love Roman Reigns as they do John Cena and cheer for him, and hey, he be the hero. But you can't do that. At least right, not right now. You know, he doesn't. You can't give him the title, and, and you keep setting him up to be more and more hated. You put him against John Cena. John Cena embarrassed him. People loved John Cena. You put him against Undertaker. And he took under Undertaker's career, I guess. Not really. But at the time, we all thought. And you saw the next night on Raw, they booed this man almost out the stadium. So... I don't think it's good to give your company the face of someone that, for the last three years mainly, no one wants to see, no one wants to deal with. They don't... You know, continuing with Roman Reigns, you know, they they don't want to deal with that. People want a champion that they can really like, and or they want a champion that's extremely extremely hated and Roman Reigns would be a great heel champion but they don't want him to be a heel champion if Roman Reigns was to become a heel it should have already happened it's long overdue for him to become a heel I feel at some point he will be a heel but right now they don't want him as a heel they want him to be the guy that's loved and appreciated and everything and i think his thing you know is like i'm not a good guy i'm not a bad guy i'm just the guy i think it's basically just saying like i'm not really a hero i'm not trying to be a hero or anything and i'm not trying to save people i'm just you know i'm just here and i kick ass and and that's a cool thing you know it's like an anti-hero kind of thing that's that's awesome but it it doesn't work well with these fans anymore. And I feel the best way to put Roman over is to give him a step back from the title spot. Let him do, you know, stuff with the shield. Let him mess around, you know, have little feuds and everything that aren't major. Give give the title to someone that's extremely, extremely, you know, super good guy. Or, or give it to a heel, you know, lately. But at the same time, all we've had is, is heel champions. You know, Brock Lesnar's not really a heel champion or anything, though. Because either way, people end up cheering about him or something like that. So, you know... Brock Lesnar's not really a heel champion nor a face champion. He's just the champion. And, you know, you need either a big heel champion, which right now on Raw, if you were to pick a big heel champion, 
would be the Miz or you know some someone along the lines and I think you know I say the Miz because you know the Miz is very very hated but the Miz is a phenomenal wrestler in ring wise I hate him personally I I think he's he's an ass you know he does act like an asshole but as far as him being an in-ring performer I didn't think he used to be that good right now with the way he's performing even though he's stealing a lot of moves which rubs me the wrong way um he is really good and you know someone like that that way you can build Roman Reigns to get bigger or build you know a Finn Balor to to get the the, the belt back and be the face and you know Finn Balor can be one Braun Strowman can definitely be one Braun Strowman honestly should be with the title right now or Samoa Joe who is someone I've yet to talk about and bring up Samoa Joe should definitely be with the title right now you know these people these main heels and baby faces you need these people right now so you can build up to the main person that you want as champion and they want Roman Reigns well you better put you know Braun Strowman or Samoa Joe or something like that but don't do it just yet wait till these people are extremely hated or something like that, or loved, as if it's Finn Balor. And if you're going to turn Roman to a heel, he'll be extremely hated, and he'll win it, and everyone will just have the worst sour taste in their mouth. If you do it right now, some people are going to be happy. Some, Most people not, but some people are going to be happy. So there's only one way I see you can make Roman Reigns this champion that is loved by everyone. Either you make him a big heel, but build it, or... You make him a huge baby face. Make him loved. Make him everything that people want. Which at some point he was. He was at one point. He was so loved and everything. And I had seen him at live events. You know at the Giant Center in Hershey, Pennsylvania. I, I've seen him there. And people cheering from him and, and everything. So you know. The, the, they just need to figure out what they're doing with Roman Reigns. But I think he needs to be away from the spotlight for a second. I think he needs to be irrelevant and a little bit forgotten. That way people are like, oh, Roman Reigns. Yeah, this guy can be our champion. You know, all these other people that are facing against this heel champion are losing and we have nobody. All we have is Roman Reigns left. Let's get on his side. And he'll be loved, you know. But you got to really find the right things for him. Putting him against people that are loved more than him than he is right now is only going to make it worse and harder for him. Because those people want to see the other people that they like more win, not the person that's shoved down their throat constantly every pay-per-view, every every single show, everything. He's he's being forced on people. And with WWE, you can't force people onto them. Well, guys, that is the podcast and all the WWE talk for today. Um, Thank you for listening to the episode. Thank you for calling into the station if you do. Excuse me. Had a hiccup there. Um, You know, just thank you. Follow all the pages. Email um, at alltalkaction22 at gmail.com. You know, email and and send in your ideas, send in your views, send in your opinions and, and connect with the page you know um i'm trying to do this podcast and i'm really 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 excited about starting this whole thing so definitely just keep tuning in keep listening um today was about wwe but our next episode which the script i will tell you right now is getting worked on as we speak 
is going to be a basketball-related episode. You know, we got Blake Griffin, who just got traded to the Pistons. We got DeMarcus Cousin, who's going to be out for the rest of the season, missing the All-Star game. All-Star weekend coming up itself. Um, We're going to talk about LeBron, you know. LeBron's always a big talk, you know. Are the Cavs going to be able to do anything in the playoffs? How are they going to be? What does it look like for LeBron? Is LeBron going to be a free agent? So we have a lot to talk about, but... Thank you for tuning in. Keep tuning in. Keep sharing all the posts. Follow on Facebook, IG, Twitter. Follow me on IG, Twitter, and Facebook, and Snapchat as well. Um, Just keep tuning in, like I said, and more All Talk action is on the way. I'll check you guys out later till the next podcast episode.